0: Everyone at any level, whether it's professional or personal, whether you're a freelancer and even being a freelancer, essentially what that is, it's your your own business. You have all that responsibility on your shoulders and there's often no one to ask, but that's where a lot of people go wrong. You're meant to ask.
1: Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. My name is Katie Sandel, and this episode was brought to you by Aventive Academy, an online business education platform that helps brand graphic and web designers get more clients, increase their pricing, and build a profitable design business. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, and you can find out more about starting and growing your freelance design business at aventiveacademy.com. Hello, and welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer podcast. First of all, why don't you introduce yourself and let our audience know who you are, what you do, and who you help?
0: Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me, first of all. Well, um, I'm Prejan. I'm the CTO of Greyline Media. So we're a media agency that boasts on creating remarkable websites and relatable content. And so I started this business about two years ago, and we've scaled considerably to like a 15-member team. And that also actually led me to my next venture, which I'm actually starting, which is ART, which is an acronym actually for Automate Repetitive Tasks. And that's kind of where I'm going with trying to provide free content for users to learn how to streamline their processes and kind of automate that repetitive work that they shouldn't be doing. They should be focusing on their core business. And that's why I'm trying to figure out a way of like, hey, I'm a business person. I know I don't want to do a bunch of those sort of things. Let me make my life easier and share that content with other great business minds out there.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. There are so many things that we just wish a robot or that we can automate it and, you know, just move on and focus on the right things in our business. What would you say that some of those tasks are?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they could be simple things like, scheduling mail outs with mailchimp and just creating different audiences and catering your content for them and um or even social media generally i don't want to post on every single platform i just want to click once and it gets distributed so it's those small sort of things and you, you kind of as a individual figure out like hey i spend a lot of time possibly on um, accounts or bookkeeping which maybe isn't the best use of your time so the biggest gift to a lot of busy, uh, busy business professionals is time. So I think if you can give someone time back, I think it's great yes,
1: exactly. Save them time. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. So how did you... I know that today we are going to talk about choosing the right mentor, but I would like to mm-hmm. know how did you start your business today two years ago and how did you decide to actually start that business?
0: Absolutely. I mean, well... Uh, we didn't necessarily, me and my co-founder, we didn't necessarily decide to start a business. It kind of happened to us. It was very organic and we, we saw a problem in the market. My business partner, he's a U.S. Uh, gentleman and he, he kind of outsourced a lot of his work through freelancers in India. And he noticed, okay, hey, there is a bit of a disconnect in communication, possibly, and expectations, but... I, on the other side, so he we did connect eventually, and I, on the other side, saw this country full of talent, full of things to offer to the rest of the world. And I think we decided that, hey, plausibly we could work together, create something beautiful and help a bunch of people. So we decided to start our media agency, which also initially wanted to service our internal businesses and then eventually we realized, hey, you know, we're not too bad at this. Let's start servicing external clients.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. Perfect. I love that. So, did you have your own mentor while doing that?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting question. I've had a lot of great mentors in my life and from very early on. And a lot of them I've been very fortunate have just walked into my life. For example, This was very early on. Like I had moved from India to Australia to study and I was a broke college student. So um, I would often go to my uncle's place. My uncle was a founder of a media, his own media agency at the time. So 10 years ago now. And he would ask me to wake up at 6 a.m. and help him with the artwork. And very grudgingly, I would wake up and before, uh, before each task, so we, we, there were different sort of yard work tasks, he would speak to me for about 10 minutes and kind of explain the job. And there were kind of like three or four different takeaways from every task. So one was a simple thing like working with a ladder. And this particular thing was like, hey, before you even touch a ladder, plan. Okay, I was like, okay, plan. Plan what are you going to do with it. Are you going to go on top of a roof? plan where you're going to put it, where it's going to lay on and how you're going to get to the top. Okay. That was step one. Step two, make sure that your base is strong. So when you're on a ladder, you you have to make sure that both of the feet are laid well onto the ground so you don't fall off. It's like, okay, it seems pretty straightforward. And three, never skip a step. So we have steps on a ladder, and often you'll see people jumping a step and going one, two, or three. And at the time, I never really thought about it. But he, and watching him in his business, he used this for several aspects of his business. He planned his every project. He'd write each and every point down before he even touched a project. He'd become an expert. He'd make sure his base is stable, his team is strong, his processes are there and he would always tell me never skip steps because as a as a young boy uh, as it or a young person young lady we want to we want to get rich fast we want to do everything fast but we've got to go to step 1 2 and 3 to appreciate where we get to when we're on top of the ladder and he had all this mr miyagi karate kid moments that he would teach me and that that, that was my first sort of exposure to a mentor. And then obviously as I grew, I had more formal mentors, but I think those are one of my fondest memories of kind of having someone who I can look up to who was experienced.
1: Yeah. I love that example. Okay. Before we move forward, can you tell us what is a mentor exactly? Is it like a teacher or, because we have a lot of audience here that are listening at the moment that are graphic web designers, brand designers, and Maybe they have never had a mentor before. So if we can start from there.
0: Yeah. So whether it's you, Katie, or me, or any other individual, the way I like to look at it is that we're the hero of our own journey. And we go, we navigate through life and we we hit a bunch of roadblocks. There is conflict. We are going to have problems. And it's a lonely journey. And... If, you, if you've watched Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, we have Yoda, we have Gandalf. And what are they? What are the purpose to the heroes? They're guides. They're, they have experience. And they basically help you navigate life. And it's not business or academics or just your personal life. It's not meant to be lonely. You're meant to have support. You're meant to have a community. You're meant to have some individual who helps you go from A to B to C. And that's what a mentor is. It's really someone who, who's there for you. When you need it and just points you in the right direction.
1: Okay. And I know you gave us one example, but do you have maybe a business experience or a story about working with a mentor in your business?
0: Absolutely. I mean, so personally, early on, I, I had learned that, you know, you kind of have to lose that inhibition and reach out to professionals. So at different stages of... I'm in the software industry, so I would reach out to people who I respected in in my industry. So that was through LinkedIn or any other professional communities. There are often some communities where you can kind of, uh, which are niche communities to engage people. And I, I have at many stages, and not all of them have been long-term. So the relationships change um, and they vary from different professionals and what you need at the time but' I've, I have had a uh, uh, very niche sort of mentors because uh, not necessarily you know one size fits all he might I had a technical mentor at one point of time I had a business mentor at another point of time and yeah absolutely so those there there's been a lot of support uh, I've had.
1: yeah, that's amazing and I've had so many mentors as well either. Those are paid mentors that I hired, or even just someone who I find on YouTube and find their content valuable because those people are your mentors
0: too. Absolutely.
1: So as mentioned, our listeners today are freelance graphic brand and web designers, mostly. Uh, So why should a freelancer think about working with a mentor, especially when they're already juggling the other parts of their business? Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. How can a mentor help them? So the, the whole point of it is that they're juggling so much. I mean, they're juggling so much uh, plausibly because, hey, maybe they need to streamline their process. Maybe they, I know, for example, when I was freelancing as an individual, there were some questions I needed answers to. How do you deal with a difficult client? Those aren't things you learn. Those are, those are experiences you go through and experience that can be shared. How do you, um, how do you perform well on a sales call? These are things that you really need some sort of engagement for. And there are different forms of it. I mean, you can gain it through experience or it's knowledge sharing. So it's essentially like everyone at any level, whether it's professional or personal, whether you're a freelancer and even being a freelancer, essentially what that is, it's your your own business. You have all that responsibility on your shoulders and there's often no one to ask, but that's Where a lot of people go wrong, you're meant to ask. You're meant to, uh, whether it's formal and you reach out to a business coach, which can accelerate your career greatly, or it's slightly informal and you join communities, you must engage your community. You must engage people smarter than you. Simon Sinek says, be the idiot in the room. So, you know, embrace embrace your idiot, reach out to smarter people, and you'll see yourself grow. At any level.
1: Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for mentioning that. I actually remember hearing that a few years ago because I was always afraid of asking because I thought, oh, they will Mm. think I'm stupid. They will... You know, not see me as professional as I should look like because I used to go for a lot of networking events and then instead of asking hey where are other networking events I would google and never find them it's just an example but still like mm-hmm. why wouldn't I ask I was embarrassed to ask because I thought that they will not see me as professional or they'll think I'm stupid or something it's just it's stupid to think like that
0: <laughs> it's Never be ashamed, I mean, to be the dumbest or the smartest person in the room, because it, you always want to grow. You're never at a stage where you're the perfect graphic designer or web developer. And if you reach that point mentally, you stagnate and the world will go ahead.
1: Yes, so. Definitely. So if a freelance designer or anyone who's listening to this podcast decides they are interested in having a mentor, where should they start looking for one? Should they just start Googling or go to one of the platforms like Upwork or Fiverr or ask a friend or go for a networking event? Like where do you find a mentor?
0: I think what you need to ask yourself before, where is why? like for you as an individual, because like I said, it's not one size fits all. You need to know what you want out out of mentorship Um, because that's what mentors want to know as well. I mean, it's a relationship. It's not a one-way thing, whether you're paying for it or not. it's, It's an exchange of some sort of information. You need to know, so if you're a graphics designer and you're like, hey, I need to be better at sales. You have defined that, hey, that's my weakness. I need a sales coach. You, you reach out to a community. So you, once you've identified your why, it's much easier to kind of search for that community because there are hundreds of platforms out there. There's, I mean, just LinkedIn in itself is a, such a powerful platform. There's a huge network of people. And whether it's other communities, um, you had mentioned you were on the future, you could possibly reach out there On there are several other groups, but it's figure out your why And the way I did it was I, it was as rudimentary as creating an Excel sheet with a title. And at the time I wanted to understand more about operations and specifically agile. So who's going to be my agile coach. And I searched for the people who I respected the most. I watched their content. I understood their why. So, and then number, like, I, I I wanted to know what I could offer them because I, I hate going to any relationship, being the person who's, I need, I need, I need, or I want, I want, I want. It's like, hey, I loved your content. You, you've done some amazing things. You know, I'd love for you to be my mentor or share some information with me. This is what I can offer you. And that's, that's how I, how, whatever platform, that's how you should approach it.
1: Yeah, you talk about this so passionately. Are you a mentor at the moment? And would you like to be one?
0: so in many ways i I've, I've had such great mentors in my life i want to be able to share information with people and that's why i started uh, automate repetitive tasks essentially i want to i want to teach people how to make their lives easier because i i want to make my life easier i have been making my life easier and something i've realized and i think you realize from people who who are not necessarily older, but maybe more experiences that uh, time, time is valuable and we need to, we need to kind of embrace that our lives are, is work and also there are different components. So, yeah, so I do, I definitely do want to reach out to more people and help them out formally and informally if possible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Share your knowledge and help people grow. Okay. So when someone is looking for a mentor, like let's say a graphic designer is looking for a mentor, like what should designers think about choosing a mentor? Like what qualities should they look for? I know you mentioned the sales and if someone needs to improve that. So are those the only qualities they should be looking for, or they should find someone who they adore and see maybe as more successful than they are? Like how, how do you find a mentor? Like what do you look for?
0: Yeah. And so i think that's twofold one again it's it's internal where do you see yourself so as an individual i i think and i really promote the concept of having goals your one year your three year your five year where do you envision yourself to be in five years or ten years and once you have that image you kind of know that it you kind of can compare that with like the people who you want to be around and that's how i do it like in five years, I want to be as smart as that person. And how do I get there? How do I catalyze my, my journey? Is by being around that person. And for me, it's like, just let me take all of that knowledge. And as a graphics designer, as you know, the industry is moves so fast. Every year, there's a new tool. There's a new way of doing something. So it's about, yeah, being in that community, respecting your mentor in the sense of as a person as well. Because what we do is, We may appreciate someone professionally, but I think uh, especially in these sort of relationships, although they're professional, there is a personal aspect to it where you need to kind of have similar values. Your base values need to be the same. So yes, it's all the, the skills, whether it's sales, marketing, whether it's design in itself, branding, but it's also like, what do they care about? Who do they care about? You know, what is their why? And that will actually help you resonate with these people and get the most out of it. You kind of figure out the person you want to be and find people who are similar to that.
1: Yes. And I love how you mentioned having your goals because a lot of designers that I mentor and that are our students here at Aventive Academy, they, they just don't have their goals They're constantly into doing instead of thinking. And that's how I like to say it because they're constantly like, oh, I'm going to post on Instagram. I'm going to, I'm looking for the right hashtags. And I'm like, it's really not about that. You have Mm -hmm. to figure out where you want to be in a year, in three years, in five years. I mean, okay, if you don't know where you want to be in five years, fine. But at least one year so that you can break that down into sections, like maybe have quarterly goals or even monthly goals and then go from there find someone who has been where you are at the moment and kind of follow their steps, they are going to mentor you that way.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's so important because the natural reaction for a lot of freelancers, young business owners is that they think it's a race. And that's the biggest issue. You don't need necessarily to be the first one to do everything. You don't need all the sales on day one it's not going to happen. What it generally happens is burnout or you fail projects. You build yourself up, and that we even are doing that with our business now. We we always have a retrospective, and we're like, hey, let's let's put down the brakes for a bit. We need to get this right and um, acknowledge the mistakes that we make and appreciate. Okay, we made this. Why did we make it? How do we improve? Pause, breathe, and then go ahead. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I started having that definitely. And now, once a week, it's usually Mondays or Fridays, are where I set a couple of hours to the side and just step back, close all my browsers, (laughs) close (laughs) all my emails, like everything, and just think are we doing, are we going in the right direction? Are we doing this right? What are the mistakes we made? How can we fix them? And it's kind of fun. I mean, it's fun looking at your mistakes and you're like, how did I do that? Okay, never mind. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, but you
1: learn so much from them. You, I would never learn all the things if I haven't made those mistakes that taught me how to do it right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And- Go ahead. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a about, it's a humbling experience to be able to be like, hey, I don't need to be right always. Hey, I do make mistakes. And you kind of look back and you're like, oh, how could I, how could I have done that to appreciate it? and, And you grow from it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I wanted to mention is that a lot of graphic designers or, you know, web designers, brand designers, any designers, they... not making a mistake, but they think that by improving their design skills, they're going to grow their business. And then they're constantly improving their logos, improving their websites and learning new software, which is fine. It's great. And you need to do that. But then they put marketing, advertising, promotions, sales, and anything business related, even like structuring their business and how are they going to grow their team? I mean, you know, you just grew your team in the last two years to 15 members. So it's kind of like, And then they put that on the side, and then they don't see the growth because they're focused on not necessarily the wrong thing, but they're focused too much on improving their skills instead of finding the right mentor, someone who's going to help them grow the business.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, again, that's that's a, a bit of like prioritization because yeah, being a business owner is juggling like a hundred things at one time, and unless you, which is very difficult when when you're experiencing it, it is very difficult to prioritize. Hey, this is top priority two, three, four, five. Sometimes you need that external member to be like, hey, you make great designs. You don't necessarily need a new website every month. You need to fix your messaging. You need to fix your storytelling. Like, how are you engaging with your users? It doesn't matter how good you are if no one's coming and knocking at your door you know, so it's, it's that prioritization, it's that different opinion, that different viewpoint that, uh, you know, that guidance that really can help.
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Also, there are so many mastermind groups that helped me in the past. For example, a few years ago, I was a member of one mastermind group. And I was, uh, I think it was like five business owners in one group. And actually, that was like, I'm saying a few years ago, but like, Five six years ago, and my question was how to get more clients, and the feedback was okay. How many more clients, like, would you like to have? It I'm like, well, let's say two a month, and they asked me, do you think you would be able to provide quality services to all, you know, whatever clients it is per month? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, I can probably work on Saturday too. And long story short, I got to that that I'm like no, I don't need more clients. I need higher paying clients, you know? And I didn't see that. I was constantly, how do I get more? How do I get more? Maybe I need to connect with more people on LinkedIn. Maybe go for more networking events. And I get that when you're starting out Mm -hmm. and you don't have any clients, you need to get more, but you also need to think about getting better clients. However, I wouldn't get to that point, to that realization, unless I had those people who were kind of my mentors
0: absolutely yeah absolutely and it's it's that perspective that different perspective that gave you the opportunity and let's say maybe you did not have that conversation and you were working monday to sunday because you got those extra two clients you gave yourself time to spend with your family do the things you love maybe because you had the opportunity to speak to someone
1: yeah definitely yeah. Okay. So once you have a mentor, like how does that relationship typically work for you? For example, like do you meet over Zoom or in person? And how often, like how much should you actually interact with your mentor? And should you interact with mentors at all? Because we just talked about having mentors that we see them as mentors, but they just post on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, there are a lot of logistic issues as well i mean so we're, now we're in a world where we can do a lot of it digitally although it would be lovely to sit with someone and have a coffee and have that personal interaction it's not always feasible so yeah having having digital calls works i mean you share your stories and uh, the whole world is moving that way but in terms of how often so i guess one thing we need to kind of differentiate is like a mentor and a coach generally speaking, uh, a mentor is not as formal in the sense that it's kind of someone who's experienced who you meet once a quarter, once in six months. And it's kind of like that guidance, someone who provides you a little bit of guidance. Um, It's not a formal engagement, like a coach who might be meeting you once a week and kind of reviewing everything you do. It's 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 a different sort of a relationship. Your coach is trying to catalyze your growth. He is dedicated. He or she is dedicated to working with you. And yeah, it generally speaking, it, once a week or biweekly, people do co- um, coaching calls for very bu- busy individuals. Yeah, a month works. So it, there's there's no one size fits all again. But essentially, it's what works for you. And it, what makes sense for the relationship, there's no point meeting every week if you are not getting anything out of it. You want to give yourself enough time to progress, to ponder on the advice, to actually implement something before going back and you know not having much to contribute either. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was just about to say, because it does take time to implement something. If someone is, let's say, helping you fix your portfolio, there is no need to meet once a week. You can't do much in one week in terms of, you know, developing something that's really valuable and that looks really good in your portfolio. So, you know, maybe once in two weeks, but then if you're working on messaging and on email marketing, then maybe once a week would be better. So it, it kind of depends on what is that, that you need to get done.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And um, I think that's uh, very important to kind of define initially what your expectations are what you want out of the relationship I've seen a lot of relationships not working out just because there was no communication I mean they're two great people who who want to grow and do better but they've, they've not really defined their goals and what they want out of each other so that's something especially when you reach out to a more formal sort of a coach let them know like what you want, how you feel, how you want to go about it, and then be respectful and work with them to get there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I like that. So do you have any last tips or thoughts on how freelancers can find and choose the right mentor for their business?
0: Absolutely. I think focus on yourself, focus on your why, focus on what you truly need in your business and uh, not all freelancers may need coaches. There are people who are doing just fine. But if you feel like you're doing too much, you're working too hard, or something is falling through the cracks, you probably need to talk to someone, whether, again, a mentor or a coach. you, and Once you've figured out what you need, it, it's a matter of finding the people you respect and who have similar values to you. And you probably already know that person like you probably know the YouTube video that you love and you'll probably find people from their community who who have the same mindset who you can reach out to so um, don't be afraid be fearless approach everyone I mean be okay like rejection is amazing like get rejected a hundred times because the one time you get a success you'll you'll be with a great person and you'll get what you want but Basically, be be fearless and go out there and, and you'll find your right mentor to help you grow.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Where can our listeners connect with you online, like your website, social media, and anywhere else you might be?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so you can check out my media agency at graylinemedia.com and my um, personal uh, business process consulting site which i'm going to launch very soon and will be probably live by this t- by the time this is this is live and that is automate repetitive art so make it an art yeah so those are the two places you can probably contact me or even on linkedin so just my name and i'd be happy to talk to anyone on a zoom call meet over a coffee and share advice and get advice from you
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And I can't wait for this episode to go live.
0: Thank you, Katie. It's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Profitable Graphic Designer. In addition to this podcast, we have created some amazing online courses to help you set up your business, get more clients, and scale to the income level you desire. If you need help developing your freelance portfolio so it stands out, If you want to learn how to create proposals, new clients will say yes to, if you're still trying to figure out how much to charge for your services, and if becoming the go-to designer for your dream clients is your goal this year, then I invite you to enroll in my signature 12-week program, The Profitable Designer, or one of our other specialized online courses. To learn more about the programs and get started, visit AventiveAcademy.com. See you next time.